and welcome to Soap Secrets. Another great week and we are going to be talking about all the soaps. EastEnders, Coronation Street, Hollyoaks, Emmerdale. Have I missed any out, Claire? They're all there, aren't they? And they're all exciting. So talking about Coronation Street, um, will I be binge watching it this week? Do you know what? I quite like a binge of a watch. (laughs) I think particularly this week when it's focusing around my favourite story um, and so I might not be able to not just watch run, one run into the other you know so tell, tell us more I, do, I, do I really want to know Claire honestly so this is why I put this one first Hannah because this is your favourite favourite story and I wanted to say so much last week and I couldn't um, so I'm just going to say it to you Alina is pregnant this week oh so of course she is isn't she of course she it was is. The, it was the next thing you know after the skinny jeans yeah. had to come the pregnancy it did. <laughs> Ty, tyrone is flawed i'm not sure when he went into this midlife crisis type relationship that a baby was really top of his list of things to do um and he's still reeling in shock uh, you know because well it's 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 kind of like you have adults having sex in soaps, none of them take precautions, do they? No, they don't. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of accidental pregnancy in soaps. I must admit, <laughs> it's kind of like if you have sex, you can get pregnant, or you might not get pregnant. So it's kind of like you you know you have to. They're all very just... fertile in soaps, aren't they? <laughs> yes, they are completely. Um, anyway, so so yeah, Aline is. And pregnant. with those skinny jeans, I'd have said they might not have been as fertile afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's just he's just gobsmacked by it. he's he's reeling in shock and um he, he heads to meet Fizz at the Undertakers to organise Kirsty's funeral because as, as we remember his ex partner Kirsty died suddenly last week um you know and he's struggling to concentrate he's thinking oh my goodness I've got more money to go out because babies cost humongous amounts of money um and Fizz assures him that he's a he is a great dad and that they will sort out joint custody but of course Fizz doesn't know at the moment that Alina's pregnant so she's been all she's being you know she's trying to take trying to take the, the you know trying to be nice to him and sort mm. it all out Evelyn guesses because that's what Evelyn does best and I think Alina's sick and she just thinks, mm, I think you're pregnant. Mm. Um, but she doesn't tell Fizz e- either. So, you know, this is really going to hit Fizz hard. Everybody knows, apart from Fizz, um, how does Tyrone really feel about Alina being pregnant? This, this really wasn't what he went into this relationship for. And in the end, it's not until the Friday of this week that he finally tells poor Fizz how shall we? How will she react to the news? I think she's going to be fizzing. Is our fizz? What do you think? Fizzing, Helen? but I think really, really upset. I mean, she's gone through you know the emotional journey, hasn't she, of the anger, and then you know, like you say, you know, this week she assures him that they can work it out and there can be joint custody. So the anger sort of subsided a bit, and she's sort of moving forward, I guess. But yeah. this, I think, could really feed into us seeing fizz being really, really upset. I mean, it's just. That that is a connection you can never uh, lose, you know. Yeah. Once you've got a child with somebody, so this really kind of, even if in the back of her mind the idea is that he might leave her and come back, you know, that reality kind of it fades away completely. I would say when a child, yeah. another child's involved. Yes, it does completely. And you know, there's the other thing is that. 
Tyrone's moved on and she's left alone and she doesn't have a new romantic partner. I mean, it hasn't been that long, let's be honest. It's only been about six weeks. So why would she have found somebody new? So, you know, so she feels left behind. She feels she feels all of those things. And mm. so he has the new relationship, the new love. He's all smiles. And now she's pregnant. So there's even more smiles. Yeah. And that there's another really big storyline this week. I mean, I'm really shocked at this one. Were you? Yes. Yes, it was. It was. It's 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 a great it's it's, it's a great twist in it all you mm. know and evelyn also who who she thought was on her side has has been keeping what she thought away from fizz so mm. she she feels betrayed on but, two fronts but the, the, this isn't the only storyline is there because there's there's a quite a i mean i was shocked really because gail um she has a heart attack. Yes, she does. She does. They're all, oh, honestly, her kids, her kids are just, I don't know how she puts up with them. How she has she survived with, with, um, with those three, with David, Nick and Sarah for all this time. She has She gets, she is really stressed this week because, you know, Natasha, after last week and the shootings, Natasha doesn't want Sam near Nick until everything's calmed down. And I think that's fair. You know, if your son was shot at in the street, you know, you have to take steps to protect him. And Gail is brilliant. She's a great grandma and she's been looking after little Sam for Natasha. And not only does she look after Sam but she respects Natasha's wishes which I think is really nice mm-hmm. um, and David says well, you know well now you have Sam you can let Nick round and visit with his son and she says no Natasha doesn't want that and I'm going to respect Natasha's wishes and David does something underhand and stresses her all out and tries to get Nick into the house so that he can visit you know and this is this is so there's a big row, um, and she's had lots of rows. She's had all the all of that, and she 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 take, takes a toll in her, and she has a heart attack. Unbelievable! Is she, she, she going to pull through? Yeah, yeah, that's the question, isn't it? That yeah. is the question. Wow! Yeah, I'm going to binge watch that one definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Emmerdale. Um, yes. I mean, so much going on in Emmerdale, but um, Chaz and Kane um, have quite a bit of drama with their mum faith this week yes poor faith you know she came back into the village she's still living in the hearse Chaz and Kane don't really have a great relationship with their mum and about five years ago she did have cancer and this week she has major health worries and um she hasn't told anyone she's really she's in pain uh, she's she's worried, Hannah. She's she's worried that her cancer is back, which is a fair fair worry. Mm-hmm. You know, she is really really stressed about it. And um, when she falls over, both of her kids unfortunately think she's drunk, which is a bit mean. Oh no, it's massively mean. She's yeah, she's yeah, yeah. she's living in a hearse, which isn't very pleasant. So she's basically homeless, and and then her kids don't really spot her health concerns um mm. and she's um so yes so she's really fine to cancer has returned manpreet her doctor arranges for an immediate urgent mri scan after her shock collapse so she's not thinking oh she's drunk she's thinking what is going on here and she she knows her obviously her health history and um faith confides in pollard and you know she was sort of fighting over pollard with brenda and brenda kind of won um but um 
faith still goes to Pollard for a bit of support because you, sometimes you need your friends, don't you, Hannah? You do, yeah, definitely. You know, and while lockdowns taught us that, yes, she she needs a friend. She does need a friend. She's, the kids aren't stepping up to it. Pollard is is you know he had some feelings for her, but he, they're not going in the romantic direction. But he's still a good friend, and um, uh, he 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 does support her. But of course, Brenda is really nervous, and she's convinced something is going on between the pair. Um, and Pollard, not wanting to mess up his new romance with Brenda, he tells Faith that she needs to tell her family, but will she? Hmm. She does, yeah. she should do, because she needs she, Chaz and Kane. Yeah, she does, especially if they think that she's, you know, she's drunk, <laughs> as opposed to anything else. Um, and um, nasty Mina plotting again this week. Yeah, Mina's got a really, really mean streak in her. We've, um, we saw her about, ooh, about three weeks ago. She locked Andrea's dog small dog in a hot car oh my gosh that's just so awful it is it is and the dog was very very lucky that somebody spotted it and um and the dog was rescued but yes so this is what mina's like i mean i think that sign posted how nasty she was because i think i as a writer i don't know whether i would have come up with it whether i would have dared to have said let's make a character do that do you how do you feel about that hannah (sighs) yeah i just this is just absolutely horrible can you imagine the hate that she's got as well yes Yes. Externally from this, because that yeah. does happen, doesn't it? People yes. struggle to see the, you know, the, the blur the line, shall we yes. say. Yeah, they do. Um, so, yeah, so she's plotting again this week. She She's in love with David, and she's desperate to move in with him, um, but plans have not come to fruition. Now, David's, David's great. He's got his son, Jacob, uh, who he... And, um, you know, he's really, really supporting Jacob. But Jacob kind of gets in the way a bit because he's a teenager. Um, And uh, she wants to get Jacob out of the way so that she can move in with David. Um, And she steals the Pride collection because it's Pride this week. And um, the Pride collection tin. And she makes it look like Jacob stole it. Um, so just how far will Mina go to get her man? I mean, this is, you know, setting up your boyfriend's son as a thief is, is, is quite horrible, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say it's not the best uh, place to start a relationship, you know. <laughs> but there we go. <laughs> and, how and far is she prepared to go to get this bloke? <laughs> so this week, it's, it's Pride Week, isn't it, in Emmerdale yeah. this week? Yeah, mm. it is. And the Vivian makes a guest appearance, so don't miss that. Yeah, I won't be missing that. Absolutely love it. Brilliant. It is, it is brilliant because um, Mandy's wedding dress was styled on one of the Vivian's dresses. So that's why uh, they've invited the Vivian on to, to this Pride Week in Emmerdale. Hmm. Excellent. Okay, so Hollyoaks. We're going with Hollyoaks, not as the last one this week. Yes. Mixing it up. Um, there's a bit of a game of cat and mouse between Fergus and Grace, isn't there? Because they yeah. fight over the loft. Yes. So we, we know that Fergus is horrible and evil. He's not just dodgy. They, you, Hollyoaks call him dodgy, but actually I think he's evil because he's the one that is... <laughs> is um, well, that loosening the screws on the sign, I mean, that is, that's just horrid. Yes, it's horrid. And also, he's, um, he's the one that sets cameras up in, in his rented houses and is spying on his female tenants and selling it to 
to to men who like to spy on women so yeah awful he I, I i'm going to use the word evil over him um so we saw him loosen the screws and that hit poor darren and grace didn't have any insurance so fergus swooped in with an offer to be a silent partner to help grace out now grace doesn't obviously nobody knows apart from us the viewer and the fans of, of about the about the cameras and, and operation bluebird uh and um obviously grace doesn't know that he loosened the screws so so we might be a bit dodgy but she doesn't think he's evil at this point so so yeah she 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 said yes to this um but we know how dodgy is and now grace is now finding out just just how dodgy fergus is and um mm. so so he wants more he he took took on to be a silent partner but his end goal is to have the loft so grace is now finding out that this is his end goal and she's got to try and stop him so she interrupts a meeting with a potential new tenant this week and paints him as a terrible landlord and mm. in revenge he gets her arrested um nice what a nice guy yeah and then he says he will change his statement if she signs over the rest of the loft so she really is in a big bind um, but in one final move, Grace steals Fergus's laptop. And if she can guess his password... <gasps> She's going to see everything, isn't yes. she? she can. Yeah. She would discover Operation Bluebird. Yeah, she's yeah. This is this is this is the end. This is yeah. It's got to come tumbling down. That's got to be what happens, surely. But she's got to guess his password. Yeah, hasn't I he? know. That's that. That is the problem. <laughs> but then, you know, when you read all the kind of, you know, reports about people's passwords, they're often not quite as complicated as they perhaps should be. So, EastEnders, let's move on to EastEnders uh, last but, but not least. Um, we see Janine, Charlie Brooks, returning to the square. We've got lots of returns, lots of new yes. faces, haven't we, generally at the moment? This, was, this, this has been announced this week and um, she will, we will see her on screen in late August or early September. So we've got a couple of months to go. We last saw Janine back in 2014. I couldn't believe that. That's, uh, that's eight years ago. Uh, and uh, she was on trial for the murder of her husband, Michael. Um, but she was found not guilty, although <laughs> I, I, I would dispute that. Um, and she left for Paris. So Janine's a good baddie. She's, she's brilliant. Mm, she's a great baddie Janine crikey she's got real form hasn't yes, she yes. Um, and it's also Linda's birthday this week um, and she has a, a joint baby shower birthday do well Frankie and Nancy throw her a joint baby shower and birthday do so she's been outed to the um, to the square which she wasn't really planning on but quite frankly she's nearly six months pregnant I, I don't know whether people are just thinking have you got wind have you eaten too many pies or are you pregnant I would think most people <laughs> I go. saw a picture of her you know in re- in the real world the other day and she's got a really big she's she's really pregnant at the moment isn't she in real life so yes yes so there's only so many big bags of flirty tops you know the ones that flirt around your tummy um hide it and then sometimes i don't know you can just stand oddly and then you can see the bump so i think Mm -hmm. most people probably would have thought yeah you're pregnant yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) so especially at six months um so so yeah so she's been outed uh, uh in the square um and um 
she gets a surprise present from Max, a surprise birthday present. Of course, Max doesn't know that she's carrying his baby. Um, and will she will she tell Jack, Stuart and Rainey um, that the postmark is from Croatia? Because, you know, Max, Max about three weeks ago, ran off with little Abby when Jack took yeah. Abby to, to Paris um, for Max to, to see his granddaughter, you know, and Rainey's beside herself because she's co-parenting with Max. And she, to be honest with you, she's been, really been raising little Abby because he's been all over the place and he hasn't seen Abby for six months. So in all intents and purposes, she's, she is Abby's mother, um, adopted mother, I suppose you could say her. Um, and um, so, so if Max is sending presents to Linda... Do you think he's going to turn up in the square? Because he does have Abby. He should really be returning. Mm, he should at be some co- point. yeah. He should be coming back. And what's that going to? Go, you know, what problems that will cause with Mick? And then he, of course, he'll he'll see the reality of the situation. Yeah. Um, and finally, Stuart and Rainey make a decision on who their surrogate is going to be, um, yeah. and they choose. Da, 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 Bernie. Yes. <laughs> Bernie's been desperate. They need the money because Stuart and Randy were going to pay for, you know, pay her. And, um, you know, th- their family, but Bernie's family is, is, um, is, is really struggling financially. And Bernie, Bernie's desperate to lose weight because it helps if you're not over, you know, terribly overweight when you're pregnant. Um, and so especially if you're going to be a surrogate. So she's been desperately trying to lose this weight and she has been turning to diet pills Hannah not doing the let's eat less and take a bit of exercise route she's been trying to do it really quickly and of course weight loss is is all about you know it's a slow steady Mm, mm, weight mm. loss rather than of course, yeah. fast quick one yeah not a good want, way to do it yeah and I don't think diet pills are a good way to achieve it especially not if you're going to be a, a surrogate so yeah. um so she's up in these diet pills will it all go to plan what's this actually going to do with her physical health you know and yeah, is she in the best place to be a surrogate? I mean, yeah. presumably, I mean, I don't, I've not looked into this, but presumably you do need to go through the health checks, check that your body can take the pressure and the strain and everything that, you know, goes to making a baby, creating a baby. Oh, what a week, another week. So plenty of uh, soaps um, for you all if you don't fancy the Euros or if you're in my house, a little choice, I'm afraid. Um, but thank you very much for listening and we will be back next week. Until then, stay safe and enjoy. Enjoy.